Welcome to the Circle Itchy podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Smith, creator of CircleItchy.com and hashtag natural marketer. I hope your year is off to a great start and things are going as you planned so far. Regardless of that, I'm grateful you are here with me on this episode. Let's dig right into our topic of living with gratitude. It's time to rejoice. Mercury has gone into retrograde and we are all grateful for that. The little page of peace posted today. Be grateful that certain things didn't work out. Sometimes you don't even know what you're being protected from or where you're being guided to when you're in the midst of chaos. That's why you just have to trust the greater things are aligning for you. So let go gracefully. To better understand the importance of Mercury Direct, it's better to understand the troubles of Mercury Retrograde. Nobody escapes the retrograde as its backward motion tends to pull on our very gravity down here on Earth. Retrograde happens when every planet, but when Mercury is the main event, we reap the effects of bad communication, insulting conversation, tech failures, relationship trauma, and so on. When we experience Mercury retrograde, we experience trouble, trouble, failure, financial loss, job loss, and even poor health issues come in into play at that time. So it makes sense when Mercury goes direct as it begins to do so today. It's somewhat a time to rejoice. According to Merriam-Webster, gratitude is defined the quality of being thankful or the readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. And when you remember, gratitude, which rhymes with attitude, comes from the Latin word gratis, which means thankful blessing. When you feel gratitude, you're, you're pleased by what someone did for you and also pleased by the results. Unlike, unlike indebtedness, you're not anxious about having to pay it back. So live your life graceful. Be gracious for the things that are there with you. Be gracious you're alive. Be gracious that you have people surrounded you. The Bible says, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. This is a day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Let's say that again. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Be grateful for everything in your life. Give thanks for all of the circumstances in your life. Be thankful, be kind, and give blessings always. So why did I choose the topic of gratitude? Well, in the idea of self-healing and self-motivation and becoming the best version of me, I had a lot of anger. I had a lot of uh, resentment for the things that had happened in previous years. And when I realized that by the grace of God, I'm thankful for being here, um, you know, with health issues and the loss of parents, the loss of other uh, family members, you realize that you have to take a step back sometimes and be grateful that they lived the lives that they lived. They were able to give everything that they gave. And that helped me become the best version of me. It's now been 10 years since my father passed away. My father was my best friend. My mother was my second best friend, but my father first. You know, in realizing how important they are in your life and the role that they play in your life, as you become an adult, you have to take a step back and live life for yourself and not for the expectations of their beliefs and their expectations of you. You should have your own expectations. Expect to succeed, expect to be next level. Um, don't allow your choices to hold you back. And so it's important for me to remind people that through my journey, 
these modalities, these techniques, these um, I don't even know the word for it, but I, I want to stick with techniques. When you when you find ways to incorporate happiness and blessings and love and light, your whole world changes. When you come out of that negative space and into the positive space, you encompass what you're surrounded by. And so when gratitude really began to play a role in my life much differently than before by saying I'm grateful for being alive. I'm grateful for the things that I'm able to do. I'm grateful for the ability to still walk, see, hear, smell, everything. That really made me understand the importance of living with gratitude. And I hope some of the things that I talk about tonight will um, inspire you to go do some more homework on your own because there's a lot of people that are suffering. You know, the whole COVID pandemic and everything that we've been through for the last two years has really changed us as a society. It's um, closed us in. It's um, made us recluses. It's made us unhappy people again. And when unhappy people um, are at their worst, they wreak havoc on the rest of the world. And so I hope, you know, this discussion or this topic will make you realize just how grateful we are to be here today and that the understanding of knowing the outcome is positive if you allow it. And so we're going to go into some research, some studies that I found um, some techniques and some, some important factors that play a role in gratitude and um, what they call positive psychology. Positive, positive psychology uh, is actually a very well-respected uh, terminology used in a lot of um, uh, intellectuals' research and um, just theology alone. So we're going to dig into it. We're going to talk about some very powerful people in the psychology world, as well as some ways that we can go about improving and kind of just taking a look back. So we're going to take a break. Um, enjoy this song from our collection of Artlist.io. Remember, you can go to Artlist.io and download music. Uh, it's available free and for pay. But that was our choice of selection because we wanted some you know, instrumental versus lyrical music um, incorporated. So I uh, applaud you, uh, not applaud you, I encourage you to uh, take a look at them and see what they've got to offer. But in the meantime, let's take a break, grab your water, um, get your earbuds in, get your coffee, whatever you're drinking tonight, and um, let's go on the topic of gratitude and living with it. Gratitude is one of the strongest and most transformative states of being. It shifts your perspective from lack to abundance and allows you to focus on the good in your life, which in turn pulls more goodness into your reality. Go where your effort is appreciated. Don't let your actions go unnoticed by individuals who are never satisfied.
All right, welcome back. So we're talking about gratitude and how we can live with gratitude in our life to become the best versions of us. Robert Emmons, psychology professor and gratitude researcher at the University of California, Davis, explains that there are two stages of practicing gratitude. First comes the acknowledgement of goodness in one's life. In a state of gratitude, we say yes to life. We affirm that all in all, life is good and the elements of the making worth living and the rich is texture. The acknowledgement that we have received something gratifies us, both by its presence and by the effort the giver put into choosing it. Second, gratitude is recognizing that some of our sources of this goodness lie outside the self. One can be grateful to another person, to animals and to the world, but not to oneself. At this stage, we recognize the goodness in our lives and and to thank for it, i.e. who makes sacrifices so that we could be happy. So who made the sacrifices in, in your life to make you happy? Did your parents give up their hopes and dreams so you could fulfill everything in your life? Did you go to college for the first time in your family and your, your, your family put everything aside for them? Remember, once you achieve your initial goal, it's always good to give back to those people that helped you get there. You know, I'm grateful for my college uh, business society that I was part of because because of them and because of the group itself, Alpha Beta Gamma, <laughs> um, I'm grateful to become an, a young entrepreneur. You know, I started my first business at 32. Um, I was still in college, uh, second go around at that. <laughs> and. I started doing graphic design as a, as a freelancer, and that was my first real business. I was grateful for every opportunity that came that way. I worked for the sports industry. I, I, I created my own magazine publication. I uh, accompanied my husband on his dreams of becoming a mixed martial arts you know, uh, practitioner. And I, I just enjoyed the ability to travel, to uh, explore different things. And that led me back to my home now, back in Memphis, Tennessee, which is filled with grace and filled with history for people that fought beyond, you know, what we're going through today. It's obviously, it's the place of where Martin Luther King um, passed in his last days because of an angry, um, misled individual. Um, it's the home of the Civil Rights Museum. It is, and, it's, and it's my home. I'm glad to call this my home. This is my husband's birthplace as well. So, you know, Memphis has always been home to me. I've spent 20, 25 years of my life here. And um, because of that, it's given me more gratitude for uh, the things that I have. Um, living in multiple places. Um, I've always been dropped brought back here. So this was always my home. But anyway, like I said, be grateful for the things that people have given up to give you your dreams and your aspirations. The two stages of gratitude comprise the recognition of this goodness in our lives and then how the goodness came to us um, externally lies. By this process, we recognize the luck of everything that makes our lives, ourselves, our um, much better. Dr. Robert Emmons is known to be the, as the father of gratitude. He wants you to know that you can become a more grateful person. Dr. Emmons' work on gratitude and happiness has been featured in prestigious academic publications as well as popular media outlets, including the New York Times, USA Today, US News, and The World Report, The Wall Street Journal, Newsweek, Time, NPR, and PBS, to name a few. Emmons was asked, what is the definition of gratitude? And his response will surprise you. He responded, I like this definition. Gratitude is an affirmation of this goodness in one's life and the recognition that the sources of this goodness lie at least partially outside the self. It emerges from two stages of information processing, affirming and recognizing. 
Gratitude is the recognition that life owes me nothing and all the good I have is a gift. It is a response to all that has been given. So it's foundationally and fundamentally a way of looking at life. So if that's the definition by Dr. Emmons, then why do people struggle with gratitude? And his response was, unfortunately, many people suffer from gratitude deficit disorder. Among the major stumbling blocks are the sense of entitlement. I deserve a compulsive need to be self-reliant. I did it all by myself and bias towards negativity. There's so much wrong in the world and forget forgetfulness and busyness of the daily life. Like I said, I'm grateful for the things that have happened in my life. I appreciate those that have helped me get here. I did not get here on my own. And I'm grateful for the people that help me every day. My husband, my, my, uh, my in-laws, my mom and dad's family that still surround themselves with me. And I'm most especially grateful for my parents because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't even be here. And, you know, last but not least, I'm grateful for those people that have shown me that selfishness and greed are not the best things of a grateful person. Doesn't matter how much money in the world you have, you may not be happy behind all of that. Doesn't matter the fast cars, the big houses, the um, the the diamonds, the jewels, whatever you it may be. People hide behind those things, and I don't glorify my life with all those things. I, I'm practical. I'm grateful that I'm practical. Um, I don't live beyond my means. I, I did it one time, but I don't do that anymore. I realize that that's not necessary in life and that, you know, it's time to grow up and, and that I did. And, and so we go, we go back to the topic of how do we, how do we improve, um, and stop suffering from gratitude deficient disorder as Emmons calls it you know we as we as a society we all tend to be much get we be, we tend to be much better givers than receivers sometimes this is because we don't give back we don't feel worthy of receiving the benefits of generosity and we don't want to feel indebted or we might be suspicious of the givers motives you know how many times have you gotten something and you said why did what is this for? Don't question the motives. Be grateful of the gift and move forward. You know, you don't necessarily have to like the gift, but honor the honor the gift that you've received. Don't be a white elephant in this case. There's this paradox about gratitude. Developing and sustaining a grateful outlook on life is easier said than done. It's becoming quite fashionable to critique others for their lack of gratefulness. In fact, while I give talk, give talks like I have today, the most frequent question that arises is how can I get so and so become more grateful? If there is a crisis of gratitude in contemporary life, as some people claim, it's because we collectively forgetful. We have lost a strong sense of gratitude about the freedoms we enjoy a lack of gratitude towards those who lost their lives in the fight for freedom, a lack of gratitude for all the material adventures we have. Privilege without gratitude becomes entitlement and entitlement is the enemy of gratefulness. When Emmons was asked his expressions of gratitude, when asked if expressions of gratitude have to be sincere, he said this to a uh, Psychi uh, graduate student. Awareness of gratitude triggering experiences is usually not a struggle unless the person is depressed because there are so many opportunities for gratitude. You can, you can make gratitude at practically any moment. I find the truth is in the details. Authentic gratitude is almost always specific. If one said to my wife, thank you for being you, she responded, what does that mean? She was not impressed with the particular attempt to show gratitude. 
on the keys to effective thank yous is being specific. Gratitude in depth is more important than gratitude by numbers. So in other words, it doesn't matter how many times you say thankful, it's the authenticity behind the thank you. Elaborating a particular benefit in detail is more beneficial than listing a number of benefits more superficially. In other words, go for depth over breadth. When recalling a benefit that we have received from another, break it down into multiple components and reflect on each other. We can, we can then thank that person for each way in which we have received favor for them. Being specific is effective for two reasons. It helps you avoid gratitude fatigue. The more discreet the elements, the less we seize to recognize them and take any of them for granted. Specific. Specificity, I can never say that word, specificity encourages us to appreciate the giver's efforts and recognize more of the details. Therefore, I should express gratitude for my wife taking care of the kids and home every time I leave town for a business trip because she makes my life so much easier than it might otherwise be. So my advice is to be specific as possible and avoid thanks for everything approach. Thank you for being you. This is, this will not, this will make it more sincere, Evan says. And it's true. You know, how many times have you said to somebody, just thank you? Well, what are you thankful for? Are you thankful for them delivering your food? Are you thankful for them um, bending over backwards and, you know, putting their stuff aside? What What are you thankful for? There, There's a reason for thanks. And thanks is an emotion. And when you don't show purity with that thanks, then it is recognized. So the next time you say thank you for being you, think about how that sounds to the person receiving that. Think about the intent of the reaction that person will get. You know, I am thankful, honestly thankful that you all are with me every, every time I do an episode. I don't do these episodes for myself. I do these episodes for you. And I'm thankful for your outpouring of, you know, questions, your uh, outpouring of suggestions, everything that you give me. I am here and I love this and I'm doing this for the betterment of people as a whole. I, I'm using my journey to help your possible journey. So thank you. And thank you for being here. We will continue after the break. Um, here's another, um, another selection from our Artlist.io. Be right back. Circle of Chi Manifest Your Dreams, a dream interpretation project is designed to help you remember your dreams to outline the story within the story. Have you ever awoken from a good night's sleep and asked yourself, did I just dream that? Chances are you were lucid dreaming and you were asked to document the dream itself for safekeeping so when it happens again, you can understand it along with the next dream. It's a type of dream where the dreamer becomes aware that they are dreaming. During a lucid dream, the dreamer may gain some amount of control over the dream, characteristics, narrative, or environment. However, this is not actually necessary for a dream to be described as lucid. Further developments in psychological research have pointed to ways in which this form of dreaming may be utilized as a form of sleep therapy. The Manifest Your Dreams project is a guided journal tool with instructions for keeping up with your dreams. Keeping a dream journal allows you to document your lucid dreams to see if you are just dreaming or if you are receiving messages from spirit. Since 2014 I have used my dream journal, often to document the many themes, stories, and messages that appear to me when I am in REM sleep. Using my dream journal helped me to keep track of the repeat episodes and specific details that I later learned were actually messages I learned I needed to hear to improve my overall well-being. This dream journal is, off is my offering to you to open your mind and your dream a little dream. For $34.95, you will receive an 80-page dream journal, an instruction book with essential tools for keeping your journal, a 10 milliliter bottle of plant therapy meditation essential oil blend from our trusted partner echoherbalife.com and some other items to make your journey even more exciting. 
visit circleofchi.com and click on Manifest Your Dreams. Start journaling today. Before we go through the rest of our discussion about the research that I found on gratitude, I, I want to take this time to show my love and gratitude for those that have helped me. Um, the first person I want to thank, of course, is my husband. Without him, I wouldn't have survived many of the things that I've survived of this last 25 years with him. Uh, the second most important person in my life is my grandmother. <laughs> you know, I didn't know a lot about her growing up. Um, I wasn't privileged to live close to her. I wasn't um, blessed to have my extended family with me. But the one person that was always part of my life and always said to me, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if I see your name in lights one day. She always said that to me. My grandma Bobby. <laughs> grandma Bobby passed away um, many years ago now. Um, she had an accident. She actually fell out of the attic and paralyzed herself and was confined to a wheelchair for the last 10 years of her life. And um, that took a big toll on her because she went from being an Olympic runner to a, um, in her words, decrepit old person. And she hated that last years of her life. She wasn't miserable in a sense, but she lost her sense of self. And I'm reminded of gratitude because of her. She was grateful that my grandfather continued to take care of her. He had to wash, bathe her, do everything for her because she was not able to after that accident. Simply from, you know, putting your Christmas decorations away to having your whole world change. It changed me as well. She wasn't that light that she was for a long time, but I continued to live close to her. Um, I was in college and she moved to the town that I was going to college in and she loved living there. <laughs> and I remember her coming over to um, my apartment and having dinners with me. And I remember just having her around was a blessing. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for my grandfather for putting the time because he loved her with every piece of his heart and it lost him a couple years ago to dementia. And it saddened me to watch these two loving, energetic, peaceful people that spent every week in church. They were very uh, devout Catholics and they were very involved with uh, the activities of the church. My grandfather was a knight and, and many different things and my grandmother was a red hatter and you know they were very involved with giving back to people because they truly believed that they had more than they deserved and because of them I was reminded that no matter how much things you have you have to always give to those who are less fortunate. Not necessarily through money, but sometimes time is the best thing you can give somebody. So just remember that. Time is more valuable than money. Another person I'm grateful for is a friend of mine who is also a practitioner that kind of opened my eyes to a different belief system. Uh, Joanne Kistler is uh, the owner of Breath of Energy a Healing and she is a spiritual counselor. She is a sound healer and she is an empath. Regardless of all those things, she is a fantastic person and I met her actually through social media <laughs> and we met in person through a um, women's group um, a few years ago. And, um, and then I attended one of her uh, sound retreats that she had done. She was doing a sound healing meditation here in Memphis, and I went to it. And it really opened my heart to the love of what she does and better understand it. And she, um, she's since, you know, gone on to do many things, but she is a spiritual counselor, and she 
is a blessing. If you haven't found that person to really be your life coach, she is a fantastic choice. Um, she will really take into consideration your life, your past life. Um, she has studied a lot and she knows her stuff in and out. She, the way that she explains past life regression, uh, inner child trauma, um, all the different things that we as humans don't realize affect us. She really opens your eyes to those things. And again, it's breath of energy, healing.com is her website and you can learn a lot from her. And she's a great life coach and a great friend and a great just all around well, all, you know, person being. And um, I love her for that. Um, she has really kept me going. Um, she's one of the reasons why I continue to do the circle of chi. Um, because she, like me, wants to embrace this community. Uh, she wants to engage this community. And she wants to really... Um, enlighten people to the better things there are out there. The next person I want to show my gratitude toward I'm actually not going to mention the name. I'm just going to mention the presence because it's very hard, but it's something I need to say. I'm grateful for a psychic medium that I've worked with in the past. Um, because of her, I was able to embrace the energy of life. I was able to find my voice and find the love of people that I had lost because of her. She opened my eyes to judgment. She opened my eyes to disbelief. Um, I feel like I was sheltered a lot in my life, even though I was, you know, moving from place to place in my childhood. I didn't spend most, most, I didn't spend a lot of different places in my life, but I spent places more than some. And because of that, I was really focused on myself more than making friends and because of this person I was able to let go of my discomfort in life my I would say hatred of people because when I parted ways with this person I was left in disbelief because I felt like I had given so much and got so much in re and gotten some in return, but less than I expected. A person that comes to you with love and light and then it disrespects you, you have to really take a step back and say, thank you. Thank you for opening my eyes. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to embrace a new viewpoint, um, an opportunity to give back to others in a different way. And um, I thank you for helping me become a better version of me. You know, in 2018, when I started Circle of Chi, my vision was to bring all of the spiritual and holistic communities together from scientific to mediumship to um, spiritual. So I thank the psychic. I thank Joanne. I thank my grandmother and I thank my husband for giving me the ability to be happy to have the ability to show love and the ability to uh, love myself and to honor myself. And I am reminded of one quote. Um, I don't know where this came from. I believe it was my mom's from her childhood. 
but I have it, you know, on my wall here in my podcast room. And it is, God grant me this um, serenity to accept the things I cannot change. The courage to change the things I cannot, that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So I look at that quote all the time and remind myself, while I can't change everything, I can give you a sense of hope and a sense of guidance. And I give you the courage to open your heart and your mind to explore a way to become a better version of yourself. Thank you for letting me rant. Um, You know, I like to remind myself and I like to share with others how I got here. And these four people, you know, nameless or not, um, were very, they empowered my life. And I hope that you have people like that in your life. And I hope that you have the ability to express that one day. Um, And I hope that the joy that it brings you sharing it and the love it brings to others will really empower you to do that. So don't be afraid. Share that voice. And right now, I'm going to take a break. (laughs) Get a tissue. Um, But thank you. I will be right back. Cultivate the habit of being grateful for every good thing that comes to you and to give thanks continuously. And because all things have contributed to your advancement, you should include all things in your gratitude. Ralph Waldo Emerson The Healing Matrix is excited to introduce the only Vibro Hydro Acoustic Healing Meditation Table in the state of Tennessee. Allow yourself to holistically immerse within multiple synchronized advanced state-of-the-art technologies along with ancient healing modalities. This delivery system vessel reduces stress, alleviates physical pain, creates a space for deep meditation and resonance within your body that is needed to release energies you have physically and psychosomatically attached to. Reach higher levels of consciousness while connecting to the divine field of love within your heart space. Visit MyHealingMatrix.com to find out how you can experience this state-of-the-art technology. (laughs) 
Okay, welcome back, guys. Thanks for letting me go off script and just show my gratitude for those people. Um, but let's get back on topic. So according to Harvard Research, the power of gratitude in positive psychology is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. Gratitude helps people feel more positive emotions, relish good experiences, improve their health, deal with adversity, and build strong relationships. So how do you show gratitude in your everyday life? People can use gratitude to form new social relations or to strengthen current ones. Acts of gratitude can be used to apologize, make amends, and help solve other problems. Alternately, people may feel gracious because it can be an intrinsically rewarding process. Simply being grateful for being alive is a great way to motivate oneself to seize the day. That's where I, that's where I live by. The idea that tomorrow is not guaranteed is a strong motivator for some people to be their best self today. Gratitude is a selfless act. It acts, its acts are done unconditionally to show the people that they are appreciated. A gift that is freely given is one way to understand what else these acts are like. Even when we do not accept a return, expect a return, sometimes they happen. Gratitude can be contagious in a good way. In the previous example, maybe when you were down, this person will write you a note too. According to positive psychology, two processes gratitude can influence. It can, and it can affect catharsis. Catharsis is the process in which an individual releases strong emotions. For example, after a stressful or traumatic event, crying provides a means of means for a strong release, rendering the activity cathartic. Catharsis works with gratitude. To illustrate this, Consider the guilt associated with failing to meet obligations. Perhaps in this situation, you would express gratitude to who you went, who you let down to release that guilt. The acts are meant to convey the appreciation that the friends possess despite their recent disappointment. Additionally, possessions from past loved ones may provide a sense of serenity that enables the new owner to reflect with gratitude on that object, in essence, that person. To use gratitude, the use of gratitude serves as an agent of catharsis, where both parties feel satisfied in the end. I hope you've understand that because that's pretty powerful. <laughs> and we talk about having possessions from loved ones. Um, you know, as I'm recording this today, <laughs> um, you know, we're suffering a, a very uh, powerful winter storm in the south. And, um, I have a tree that makes up the front landscape of my yard that, um, it was actually planted by my mother before she got too sick. Uh, she planted it in our house as a housewarming present for us. It's a, it was a crepe myrtle. <laughs> and as we're, re as I'm recording this for you guys today, um, the winter storm, uh, wreak havoc on it and that beautiful crepe myrtle has collapsed. <laughs> um, just briefly, on when I went on this break, I heard the kaboom of the tree scraping the front of the house and um, walked outside to put the mail in the mailbox. And yeah, it got knocked over. I'm going to try and replant it. Um, that tree um, I've watched grow over the 10 years that I've lived in this house. And I remember um, my mom taking the branches of her crepe myrtles and planting one for me and my brother and these planters in her backyard. And she said that she was going to give us a piece of those trees when we moved into our own homes. And she did just that. Um, of course, my brother got one at his house. Um, but now he lives in her house. So, <laughs> But it's ironic that here we are talking about the possessions of past loved ones to provide a sense of serenity that that tree was my sense of serenity it was a piece of my mom but i'm grateful it lasted this long <laughs> anyway um so the other um the other process gratitude can influence is reciprocity reciprocity as a concept from social psychology is about the exchanging of actions 
In this case, it's about the exchange of positive emotion. When someone performs an act of gratitude for another person, in turn, that person may be, may be motivated to do something gracious for the former person or continue the favor for a stranger. Imagine having coffee or a small meal with a friend, and they politely demand to pay for the outing. You may, you may gwibble back and forth about spilling, splitting the bill, but should, this, should they insist, you are likely to feel grateful and extend a duty to the next meal as, as your treat. This is exactly how reciprocity works. You know, a friend of mine, we, we go out to lunch occasionally. I wouldn't say, you know, often. I would say occasionally. And it, we always switch back and forth. Um, I'm grateful for the time with her, and I enjoy spending the time with her because our lunch turns into an all-day outing. So, you know, I'm grateful that we get to do that. But that's exactly what reciprocity is, and some people forget that. Sometimes instead of being selfish and expecting somebody to pay, be grateful for the time you have with them because it may not be long before they're gone. Josh Becker, a Wall Street Journal bestselling author of The More of the More or Less and The Minimalist Home, says, Gratitude opens the door to simplicity. A person who is grateful for the things they own will care for them, enjoy them, and waste less energy seeking more. They will experience fulfillment in the gifts they already possess rather than looking outside themselves for more. But we live in a culture that preaches discontent. A consumer culture will always attack gratitude. If they can sow discontent in our lives, they can sell us their new product line or the latest version of their new improvements. In contrast, those who can find gratitude in their current existence would be less influenced by the empty promises. How can we find gratitude in the world that seeks to destroy it? Well, there's five ways he's... Or, I'm sorry. There is... Six ways, according to Josh, Josh Weber. The first is, intentionally choose it. Gratitude will never be a result of your next purchase, success, or accomplishment. It is available in your heart right now, and you will never find gratitude in life until you intentionally decide to choose it. I choose gratitude. Um, two, count your blessings. A new day, a warm bed, a loving spouse, a child in your life, a unique personality, or a special talent. You have wonderful things in your, in your life already. Gratitude quickly sets in when we begin to spend a quiet moment each day remembering them. This practice alone has the potential to change your heart and life immeasurably. Absolutely, 100%. Number three, stop focusing on what you don't have. Two people... Too many people never realize gratitude because they spend so much mental energy focused on what they don't have. Throw away catalogs and advertisements and inevitably promise you more fulfillment and joy in life. Those things are not sold in stores. Never have been and never will be. Amen to that. Number four, embrace humility. Humility is an essential ingredient in gratitude. A humble heart finds satisfaction in the gifts it already possesses and demands less from others in life. Remember that no matter what your accomplishments, your life contains no more inherent value than the person sitting next to you, no matter where you may be sitting. Amen. Number five, open your eyes to those with less. Almost half the world, over 3 billion people, live on less than $2.50 a day. 1.1 billion people have in, in, inadequate access to clean water. 2.6 billion lack basic sanitation. Let those facts sink in for just a moment and slowly allow gratitude and a desire to become part of the solution to, make the, to take their place. Yeah, we, we should all do that. And number six, find gratitude in difficulty. And this is one that has really guided my way. It is easy to be grateful when things are going well. It can be more difficult during the trials of life, death, disease, rejection, or failure. The truth is that no one is exempt from the trials of life, but good can always be found in the, in, found in the, even the worst of times. And embracing gratitude during those trials may be the one thing that gets you through them. 
Absolutely. Um, if I look back, good God, on the last 10 years, and all the loss, the challenges, the heartache, <laughs> the nightmares, um, just the torment, I would have to say that if I didn't have grace in my life, amazing grace, <laughs> um, how sweet the sound. I mean, seriously, it, it's no joke. I mean, grace got me through it. Grace got me through those challenges that were put in front of me. But it was my path. It was my choice to live it. It was my choice to overcome it. And you can do the same thing when you become the best version of yourself. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. are aching, our spirits are wounded, our lives are in need of God's healing. Wrap us in your loving arms, Lord. Quiet these uneasy feelings. Give us your strength. Show us the way. Let the healing start. Breathe new life into our souls and new joy into our hearts. Looking at ways you can incorporate gratitude and, and things into your life. Um, you know, not demanding it, not expecting it, but I hope that you'll understand the importance of gratitude. So in closing, I want to just reflect on a few things. For, the la for at least 2,000 years, intellectuals have been considering the important role gratitude plays in daily life. Ancient and not-so-ancient philosophers such as Cesaro and Seneca and Adam Smith preached the importance of giving thanks. Cesaro and Seneca thought of gratitude as a key virtue foundational to any successful civilization. To be clear, it is not just ancient and historical philosophers who are interested in gratitude as virtue. In the last few years, several papers describe gratitude from a hybrid philo philosophical perspective as well as from an outright philosophical perspective. Recently, a paper argued that Jean-Paul Sartre's belief, beliefs are actually aligned with the modern positive philosophy movement, since Sartre wrote about ingratitude as a character strength. If gratitude is a foundational human emotion, then it makes sense why humans have been studying it for millennia. Our species benefits from it in so many ways. So as we close tonight, remember to share gratitude for life, for good health, and most of all, well-being. When you practice gratitude, you will reap the rewards or benefits that gratitude delivers. Tell everyone in your life, thank you. And it is the most sincere form of gracious fortitude and the most powerful blessing you can give. I thank you for listening to episode 202 of Circle of Chi podcast, and I'm grateful for your support. 
With blessings of love and light, good night, my tribe, my friends, my fellow students. Remember to get remember to get behind this episode information for references, links, and additional learning from my many resources I used to build this episode. Visit the Circle of Chi Podcast dot com and click on behind this episode i appreciate you i thank you and good night through a greater understanding of the chakras and the powerful energy that swirls within you one can strengthen their ability to find truth By knowing the proper foods to strengthen each chakra, you can energize your mind, body, and spirit by doing so. The power is within you to uncover the magnificence that's within your soul that can lead you to a greater spiritual awakening. Finding your flow through your chakras is a top-notch guide to understanding the balance of your chakras. You'll get better information about seeking truth and understanding, going within to find your answers, understanding the seven chakra system and their needs, herbal teas, herbs and spices, and their benefits, and the final thoughts and references that was used to create this, this ebook. Download Finding Your Flow Through Your Chakras from breathofenergyahealing.com. You can order here or you can order on amazon.com. Again, that book is Finding Your Flow Through Your Chakras, an ebook presented by Breath of Energy Healing. Author Joanne Kessler, an empath, a spiritual healer, a life coach, and sound healer. Joanne's website is breathofenergiahealing.com and there you can find her services, meditations available for $1.99 download that are great for you when you're on the go. Truth of Self Meditation and Heart Space of Love Meditation are available for $1.99 download on her website. As a spiritual life coach, energy sound healer, and yoga teacher, Joanne helps those who seek answers through spirit and energy. We all carry energies that alter our state of mind, causing imbalances in our life. Joanne can help you balance these energies and bring you to a positive state of mind. Joanne will help you awaken to the magnificence that is within your soul. Visit breathofenergyahealing.com to contact Joanne about getting a private session or requesting a corporate workshop or private workshop at your retreat centers. Have you heard? Chapter one of the Circle of Chi podcast reached just under 5,000 listeners across 12 popular networks combined. For my first time ever doing this, I'm happy and more motivated to reach more people. Since the start of the Circle of Chi in 2018, I wanted to use my journey of self-improvement as a way to empower others to find a way. So I studied the details, the techniques my mentors provided and sought out more. Now I want to help you help get them in front of others. If you are a spiritual, holistic, or alternative medicine practitioner who wants to talk about their specialty on the Circle of Chi podcast, please email me at members at circleofchi.com and tell me about your services and why it's important to those on the journey to become a better version of themselves. Chapter one was about what hit me the most in my journey. Chapter two is about the modalities and techniques for those to inhabit and build yourself. episode of the Circle of Chi podcast on all your favorite podcasting channels, Amazon Music, iTunes, Spotify, and many more.